talking to students, they will swap their passwords on Facebook. So I give you my password, you go in and change it, and I can't get into Facebook for the next you know, two weeks during exams. Uh, people who lock their phones in these, these safes that, you know, go and lock it and you can't get back to your phone for another hour. Jonathan Franzen, he's got a computer that he uses to do his writing. He uh, apparently super glued the ethernet port and he took out the, the Wi-Fi. There's, there's this kind of rule of entrepreneurship. When you see people solving problems in those kind of ways, you know there's an opportunity there. ADHD Rewired, episode number 64. This is the show designed to help those of us who have really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and consultant. We know that starting can be the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me thank our sponsors. Do you need an easy way to connect with people virtually, but don't want to be hassled by downloads that don't work, connections that are complicated? Go to erictivers.com slash Zoom and check out truly what I think is a revolutionarily easy to use video conferencing platform. That's erictivers.com slash Zoom. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Check show notes for link. Thank you for listening to ADHD Rewired. Because you are spending time listening to my voice right now, there is a good chance that you are already dedicated to improving your life by learning strategies to get your ADHD Rewired. If you're ready to take your ADHD management and your productivity to the next level, then you won't want to miss this summer's ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. With the ADHD Rewired Online Coaching and Accountability Group, you really can make this summer your most productive season yet. Two dozen people have gone through this program. In the last group, eight of the 12 people signed up for an extension group per their request. I know this group won't be for everyone, but it might be for you. Don't wait. Go to coachingrewired.com. That's coachingrewired.com to let me know that you are interested. Or call me at 224 993 94 that's 224-993-9450 and prepare to get your ADHD rewired. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. Today's guest is Fred Stutzman from freedom.to. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my best intro, but here we're going to keep moving anyways. So let's, Fred, let's roll with it. yeah, Fred is the co-founder and developer of freedom.to, the productivity service that reduces digital distractions so you can be more productive. Previously, he was a visiting professor at UNC Chapel Hill and Carnegie Mellon University. He holds a PhD in information science, a graduate certificate in quantitative research and a BA in economics. So he's a, we got a pretty smart guy here on the line. And, uh, you know, so I have talked about your product because I use freedom, um, to, uh, to help me fight my own willpower when it's not there. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, and I appreciate that. So I want to, I want to welcome you to the podcast and, uh, what, what did I miss about who you are? Well, thank you. And it's, it's great to be here. We're at a really exciting stage of the company and, and it's great to sort of share this with you. Um, so what, what did we miss? Well, um, other than the fact that I am a new dad for the third time and, uh, I'm, I'm we're at the three month period. So I, I promise I'll be, I'll be here for most of the conversation, for the conversation. Um, you know, we are a small company that, um, is, is trying to make a difference in people's lives. So, 
you know, as you mentioned, we've, we've been building software that helps people be more productive by reducing distractions. And we're just at a exciting phase because we're, we're launching our new product and uh, getting very excited to share that with the world. So, and congratulations about, uh, about your, your, the new addition to your family. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Are yeah. you getting any sleep? Uh, a little bit more, but uh, you know, launching a product and uh, a new uh, baby at the same time—it's a—it's oh, <laughs> a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely understand the challenges of, of doing a launch. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to kind of understand. So you know, we were talking a, a few weeks ago about kind of what your software does, and you, know, you were telling me that it's really your kind of goal is to, to help kind of balance that that relationship between kind of your yourself and technology. That's right, yeah. So we think the challenge that we're working on is helping people get back their balance with technology. So we kind of think of this as technology in balance. And where we get to that is through thinking about how our relationship with technology is nowadays. It's largely unbalanced. And so, you know, to sort of step back just a little bit more into my background, I've, I've been developing technology since I was uh, nine or 10 years old and always been interested in the social and behavioral impacts of technology. I studied, um, economics and computer science as a undergrad, I saw those two areas very tightly coupled. So, you know, understanding the effects of technology, and that's what I did with the majority of my academic career and companies and projects that I've worked on. And so getting to this challenge and this, this you know, this space that we're working on, um, you know, I've always been interested in how technology moves forward and how technology adapts to the, you know, the, the, the increases in processor speeds and graphics getting better. And, and what we've seen over the last 5, 10, 15 years on the technological side is just this explosion of capacity. We've also seen on the social side the explosion of social media and people bringing their networks online. And all of this comes together to create this extremely powerful experience that we have through technology. And, and you know, when you think about how our lizard brain deals with that explosion of, uh, you know, both the social stimuli and the technical stimuli, we see a we see a real imbalance there, and so that's that's kind of our mission, kind of our why is is you know realizing that we we have we should be in control of our technology, and we want to give people a little bit of that back or, or give that back to them, um, and so that's that's the area we're working on. So does that come from a place of experiencing this as a personal struggle, or is just more of a sort of a societal philosophical perspective of a, a problem that you see? Yeah, um, the the original sort of gestation of the idea came from a personal struggle. So, you know, when I was in graduate school doing my PhD, I, I was studying social media. So I was one of the earliest people studying this, but you know, it really naturally drew me in. Um, and it drew me in on a couple of levels. One, very interesting questions and outcomes, but also you know, just a fun space to be in. I was on Facebook, you know, when it first was launched and, you know, just when it, saw when the it was like power. the Facebook. <laughs> no, it was the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so uh, when what I saw was just this, you know, the, the incredible potential. And, you know, just like anybody else, I'm distractible and, you know, would find myself spending a ton of time on social media. So when, uh, you know, after a couple of years of this, I got some papers written, I got my work done. But when I had to sit down and write my dissertation, I, um, you know, I just found myself being so distracted. So what I did is I, I went to a coffee shop um, that had great coffee, but it also didn't have a Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. And so this is back in, you know, mid 2000s, late 2000s, when, you know, we didn't all have like 4G phones or LTE <laughs> phones and, you know, just the internet. The internet wasn't actually everywhere. Um, so it was a great way to get away. And then one day, one of the uh, one of the neighbors of this coffee shop opened up a Wi-Fi connection and, you know, my strategy just kind of started crumbling. Uh. And then after that, I said, well, how do I solve this problem? And And that's where the idea for these software came from just solving a problem that I was experiencing and adding, 
a little bit, I mean, I'm not the first person to think of turning off the internet or turning off distractions. I mean, you know, growing up, your, your parents probably said, turn off the TV or, you know, I mean, we've always said that. Um, but when you had to actually get up to turn it off, (laughs) when you actually had to get up to turn it off or (laughs) exactly, you know, combining it with some sort of behavioral restriction, um, seemed to strike a nerve for people and it really worked. So that's kind of the, that's the backstory. And, but my thinking on it has evolved since then, but you know, this is kind of a classic story of solving a problem for mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. thankfully other people you know, benefited by that. Well, and I think especially for, for, you know, those of us with, with ADHD, it's, you know, what we, where we really struggle, especially when we're in that kind of like realm of we're trying to be more productive and we're trying to get more done. And we're also have a good amount of self awareness of what our challenges are. The real struggle then is I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. You know, and then, mm-hmm. and then there breeds this whole kind of cycle of shame of like, oh, here I go again. You know, it's like, I, I, I know that, you know, as soon as I open Facebook, there's going to go an hour and I know it. I promised myself five minutes and I keep lying to myself over and over again. Um, right. and so, yeah, I mean, it, it really, I think it addresses a very important issue of how do we, how do we take willpower out of the, out of the equation? Exactly. And, you know, that point you bring up around shame, that's something that I hear almost universally. And, you know, it it comes from this place where, and sort of to step into the philosophy just a little bit, we tend to think of technology as this very obscure thing that, you know, we don't really question it. We don't say, you know, the technology sort of, it, it, it sends signals at us, but do we, do we criticize it or, you know, do we really think deeply about um, how we can change it or modify it? Like technology is this black box and, and it has impacts on our lives. We buy a computer, we buy a phone largely so we can be more productive and achieve our goals. I mean, you buy your kid the tablet, you know, so they can do better in school. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we expect to get this out of technology, but what do we get? We get these distracting signals. You know, we, we don't see the developers of the, the desktops or the phones, you know, really thinking about these problems or they're sort of starting to think about it. Um, and what does it breed? It breeds shame. It breeds, you know, feelings of, uh, you know, incompetence. And, and the reality is we are just fighting this loaded battle against technology, mm-hmm. but technology is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, the technology is powerful, but also the social is powerful. Thinking about the how a how a, how a like or a notification can draw you back in, you know, it's it's that, that little hit, hit of dopamine that our brain just it, we become, it, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough battle, especially when you already have a a struggle with kind of regulating, uh, you know, your your attention to your your tasks when you have something that's exciting versus something that's you know requires a lot of sustained focus and might not be as mm-hmm. Exciting. So that immediate dopamine hit from the the, the like or the the share or the comment. I mean, it's it's a, it's alluring. Absolutely, absolutely. And and having some way to you know exert your control over the technology, um, you know, it really changes the, the the experience of the technology. And I think you know, for me, it wasn't so much the um, you know turning off the ability to go to sites, but it was just turning off that sort of constant inbound pinging. Um, You know, I have presentations that I give and in the presentations, I have this slide, you know, here's what you think of Facebook and, and don't get me wrong. I love Facebook. Facebook is extremely powerful. It has a, is a lot of positive impact on people's lives, but you know, what you think of Facebook are the, the pictures and, you know, the, the, the nephews and nieces and, and all that great stuff that you get of the extended family you wouldn't get through uh, if there wasn't Facebook. You know, but what is Facebook like? I, then I have a couple of notifications that I've received. You know, one was a birthday memo. I mean, a birthday memo of like somebody I knew 20 years ago. I guess, yeah, I should be interrupted for that. I mean, maybe. Um, and and <laughs> the, the last notification they sent me was it just find more friends on Facebook. It was like at one o'clock in the afternoon. I have nothing better to do than that. You know, so like it's, it's this thing where um, if you can turn off the inbound noise, you really can mm-hmm. focus and have a clear mind. And I think that's, that's where the name freedom comes from. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know, it's it's literally just you've got you you operate in this mode where distractions are coming in so mm-hmm. much, and then turning it off is 
is different. It really feels like freedom. <laughs> I, I know for me, I'm very kind of protective of my time and attention uh, because I, 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 I struggle with it. It's, it's hard for me. So I know from whether it's email, whether it's Facebook, I don't have those things open and on to ping me unless that is what I intentionally want to be mm-hmm. doing. And mm-hmm. when I forget to turn off my messengers or close out Facebook, it's, it's, you know, if I have Facebook open on a, another tab and all of a sudden I see that little blinking, you know, on the tab, it's like yeah. Facebook, yeah. you know, it's like, that's not what I want to be doing right now. And then it's, it's the rabbit hole. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I like the idea of, of front loading willpower. And I think what, from what I've used from your software, that's what it's kind of allowed me to do. So I have the, the good intention of being done at my office, say at eight o'clock, uh, PM. So what I do is I, I'll set up, uh, the kind of the schedule on freedom to say, all right, mm-hmm. at 745 PM, my internet gets shut off. And, you know, if, uh, because I tend to often have too many tabs open to begin with, the only way around freedom is to completely shut everything down, you know, re- restart your computer, mm-hmm. which requires saving everything. And that's enough of an aversive to say, you know what? All right, fine. It can wait till tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. and so that's, that's where I really find the value of freedom I can I can set it up earlier in the day when I when I have more of that kind of willpower um, self-regulation resource available um, mm-hmm. and by the time I you know, I love when I when I'm in the evening and I'm on my computer at night and all of a sudden I get that that little like archaic looking dinosaur that says you know your internet connection is not connected I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it you know um what we have found in doing our interviews and talking with people who use the software, having a way to pre-commit, you know, when, when your willpower is in the right uh, state, um, you know, you go into Facebook or any distracting site. I mean, it's Facebook, it's the news, it's your, you know, whatever it is, everybody's got their own distraction. And um, what we have found is you sort of get into this, this cycle. Uh, and, you know, there's a writer out there near Al who uh, writes about this in, the, in, in his book, Hooked. And it's the hook cycle where, you know, just kind of like pulling the slot machine, you know, you log into Facebook and, and, and you hope you're going to get that great picture. You know, you hope you're going to get something that's going to, you know, drive, give you a great experience. Um, sometimes it's a game notification, you know, sometimes it's not always. Like those picture, those annoy me, the game notifications. So-and-so has invited yeah. you to play Candy Crush. I'm like, stop yes. sending me those. I won't play Candy Crush, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last the last game that I played that I was warned is addicting. Um, I, I learned my lesson from that, and so any other game that has that that warning of careful, it's addicting. I don't even touch it. Yeah, it's it's incre- you know, it's just very much the cycle of of a reward, and the variability of the reward is what drives us you know back again and again. And so, if you can leverage those moments where you have willpower and easily translate that willpower into action. You know, whether it's through committing to freedom or, you know, I mean, you use the software or stepping away from your computer and taking a walk, whatever it is that works for you, you know, finding ways to break those cycles of habit and addiction that are, you know, so associated with the dopamine hits and all of the challenges that you know, come along with the technology. You know, that's, that, that's what we found is, you know, what, what works for people. And, and, you know, it is, it's all about finding the time to commit and leverage when your willpower is high because, you know, at four thirty in the afternoon, and you're tired. You know, the, your willpower is low. But if you if you need to get work done, you've got to find ways to draw on that resource. And I think, you know, we, you know, that's that's something that people try and use the software for. Uh, now I know you just launched a, a kind of a new a new version of uh, of freedom, and um, mm-hmm. uh, which which I have not checked out yet. Um, and I've been using the the uh, Mac version of uh, freedom mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 enjoy it. Um, I know for a while one of the big uh, sort of like gripes that that these Apple users have had is why can't it work on the on the iPhone? Um, is this right. now different? Yeah, yeah. So um, after I heard that about the hundred thousandth time, um, I, I mean, this is the backstory of freedom. Uh, you know, it's it was literally just me writing software. You know, in my spare time when I was, you know, in academia as uh, UNC or CMU, and uh, you know, just kind of a part time thing. And um, I saw I saw trends emerging where this was a, a big problem that was affecting people, and. Um, I also saw a, an interesting opportunity where 
you know, if you if people really want to solve this problem, if they want to manage distraction, like you really actually have to do make a pretty significant investment on the technology side if you want to do things on the iPhone and Android and all of that. So, um, so that's where the idea of the, the new software that you mentioned um, comes from, which is uh, building a cross-platform solution. So a, a solution that works on every device, whether it be iPhone, Android, Windows, iPad, Mac, you know, basically cover all your devices and provide that the, the simplest kind of way to to leverage willpower. So, you know, if you if you're feeling like oh, I'm so distracted, you know, opening up your iPad, pressing one button and all your devices, you know, the distractions are muted or they go away, things like that. We wanted to provide that experience. And so that's that's what we've been working on for the last uh, going on about a year now. We um, we soft launched. We did a beta launch in February, and we've you know we've learned a ton uh, watching new software, figure out the bugs, and but the response has been great. And that's that's where we see ourselves going, which is providing the experience across all devices. Because you know you think about you've got the notifications coming in on your phone, you know you've got the notifications coming in on your computer. You know, think about all the devices in your house. How would you even start to manage that? I mean, other than spending all your time managing it, you know. And so yeah, we want to we want to solve that problem for people, and um, and 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 also some of the things that you were talking about, um, you know, better control, better um, scheduling, better ability to limit access to certain sites for certain amounts of time, things like that. We can do all that stuff with the new software that we've rolled out. And, uh, you know, I think it's just addressing the needs. A hundred percent of this software that we've developed is just, it comes from customers saying, this is what we want. This is what we need. And so that's, you know, it's what we've tried to do with the new product. That's great. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, before we do, can you tell people kind of where they could find freedom? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. The, the new software is available at freedom.to. So just type in freedom.to into your browser. And, uh, and, and also in the Android and iPhone stores, just search Freedom Reduce Distractions. Okay. And we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Audible. For a free audiobook download, go to ericktivers.com slash audible for a link for that free download and for some hand-picked recommendations. Go to ericktivers.com slash audible for your free audiobook download. Zoom video conferencing is so easy to use that with all the extra time I saved not having to configure complicated settings, I recorded this promotion. Support ADHD Rewired and check out Zoom video conferencing. Go to erictivers.com slash Zoom. Again, that's erictivers.com slash Zoom. Get a Zoom room. You guys remember Lisa Feinberg from episode number 44? There's nothing like accountability. With what I do as a nurse, I do goal setting. So I have some experience, you know, with setting smart goals. The thing that is much as I've known all along, without that accountability, um, it, it doesn't happen for me. That's the magic that this group provided for me. So if you recall, one of the things that she said on that episode is that she was trying to manage and limit her Facebook use. Now, about a month ago, she sent me a, a message on SpeakPipe, which you can also do at speakpipe.com slash ADHD rewired. And I thought this would be a great episode here uh, to play you what she sent me. Hello, Eric and rewired listeners. Since it is... Uh, 11.38 p.m. on March 31st, I figured this be, would be a great time to meet my March deadline and give my update uh, regarding my Facebook uh, reduction program. <laughs> um, so I am proud to announce that I am a recovered Facebookaholic, recovering Facebookaholic. Uh, I say recovering because I know that 
it's never, uh, you know, I could always go back there um, and start using it the way I was, but I'm no longer attached as I was. I gradually reduced the time I was spending from, it started out every two hours to eventually three times a day, then only after work hours, then uh, not after dinner. So, um, I am really doing well. I am getting important things done, uh, accomplishing a lot of things that I've been putting off, like finishing some work to build my coaching business. And I completed some things for class. I have a couple clients. Um, I and my productivity has gone up at work. So I uh, really want to thank Eric for holding me accountable, knowing that I've had to, you know, that I'd have to report my progress to you and your very large audience really kept me on track in the past three months. So Lisa, congratulations on all your progress. Um, I had attended on airing this about a month ago, but you know, sometimes we have good intentions, uh, but I figured this episode was the perfect one to to uh, share this with because I think it really fit in with the message of this episode. So whether you are working on your own uh, goals re regarding productivity um, or you need some accountability for something for your own personal life, I would really encourage you to check out the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. We are starting the next session in June, and uh, I am now screening people for this group, and I hope to talk with you soon. And Lisa, congratulations. All right, and we are back. So you know, we were talking about freedom and this is this uh, technology that you've been working on and when we talked a few weeks ago um one of the things that that you said and i uh and i i put quotes around it so i assume I'm, i wrote down exactly what you said um is that you're careful not to recommend this for uh for adhd um do you remember saying that <laughs> i i think what i said so i know i know enough about i've got friends who you know work in uh, medical devices and i know enough to um, not make medical claims around it now um is is a software that limits distractions potentially good for adhd definitely but we haven't done or we aren't planning to do not not at our there's three of us so you know we're not going to do a um, um, medical studies or make make medical claims at this point in time but I think that's what I was alluding to okay. um, it was basically you know I, th I think where where software companies can and, and device companies can get into trouble is making medical claims about the outcomes of a technology uh, but but interestingly enough though there was just a study out of Cornell that used distraction blocking software in the study, and uh, they found that it uh, was related to better student outcomes. So, I mean, kind of a you know a pretty simple. If you're if you're not distracted by Facebook, you're probably going to do a little bit better in school. But uh, you know, good to see that stuff starting to be studied. Um, and and I think to that extent, you know, since the last time we talked, we actually. Um, have sort of inked partnerships with two universities to do some studies of software. So they're seeing the trends and, and realizing this is this is something that's interesting to study. So we are um, working on a study with uh, Carnegie Mellon University uh, and another study with the University of South Florida. So maybe next time we talk, we will have some <laughs> good oh, evidence-based that's, that's, claims. That's great. <laughs> and, I, and I just appreciate the very kind of empirical way you're approaching uh, uh, approaching this. I think it's, uh, I think it adds value and credibility uh, to your company. Yeah. I know it's, it's one of the things when you get a PhD and you start pu publishing quantitative work, you get very, very careful about making any sort of causal claims, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so, so um, yeah, but I, I think, you know, like, like anything, um, you know, it's it's cool to try it. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, people when it's when it's coming to solve a problem as challenging as the, the relationship with technology and distraction, um, people have different solutions. Um, mm -hmm. My favorites, you know, some of my favorites, uh, you know, talking to users and doing these interviews that we do, uh, people who lock their phones in these these safes that you know go and lock it and you can't get back to your phone for another hour. I mean, 
people use so many interesting methods to solve this problem. Tell me more stories really, like that. Cause that's okay. Cause, cause I'm, I think the more that we can kind of learn these, uh, different kind of workaround strategies, I mean, they're just, they're, yeah. they're really helpful. I mean, I'll, I'll share one with, one with you that I did a while back. Um, so I had a, um, a while back, I had a Nintendo Wii, um, that I had in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, if you ever played Nintendo Wii, um, mm-hmm. there was a, one of the games was, uh, it was Wii Sports Resort and you can, there's a pink pong uh game and i and i loved it It, so i was totally like hooked to it and i kept finding that i would tell myself i'll play for a half an hour and next thing i know it's three in the morning i said this is not working for me (laughs) and so one of the things that i did i said you know what like this this willpower thing at this time my my meds are completely out of my system at this point and like Mm -hmm. this just isn't working it's like i really want to play because i find it enjoyable but then i'm not enjoying the fact that i keep going one more one more one more Mm -hmm. one more you know it's it's frustrating then you get into that shame cycle so what i did is i plugged in my wii into a lamp timer and so i set it for like 30 or 35 minutes and uh and at at no matter where i was in the game power's cut game's over and that worked that's i mean exactly setting it's you know giving yourself leveraging what is available so so you can once again have control over the technology i mean so i've definitely heard um in my research parents who do this with the router the router is on a you know on the on the um the the light timer um you know some of the things that i've seen that are interesting definitely the you know locking the phone in the safe is i think that's pretty good and um i forget the name of the safe but it's a safe that you know literally you put it in and you can't open it for another hour it's it's a wonderful thing um talking to students what students will do is they will swap their passwords on facebook so i give you my password you go in and change it and i can't get into facebook for the next you know, two weeks during exams. Oh, that's good. I you know, never even thought about yeah. that. That's great. Really interesting stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, a couple other things like that. My, you know, my favorite from the writers now, um, Jonathan Franzen, I, I don't believe he's a, a user of freedom, but maybe he's a, you know, a kindred spirit. He's got a computer that he uses to do his writing and he uh, apparently super glued the ethernet port and he took out the, the Wi-Fi. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's this kind of rule of entrepreneurship. When you see people solving problems in those kind of ways, you know there's an opportunity there. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's just people are, are you know, the the ways we'll go to solve this problem are are really pretty amazing and and so interesting. So tell us how the for as far as on the mobile platform, um, how does it work? So you, you download it's it's an app or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we are trying to make it as simple and as easy as possible. iPhones are are, um, are a little bit more challenging. You have to install a certificate. Um, but basically, the, the idea is you uh, download the app, you log in, and um, and and you're good to go. Basically, for, for the non-tech uh, people, what's a, what's a certificate? Oh, a certificate. It's it's basically um, something that allows the phone to then block certain websites, more or less. So basically, that's it. Just gives us uh, the permissions to do that. And when you when you log into the app, it will just ask to to install that. It's 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 really pretty simple. Okay. There's nothing you have to do. It's just you click agree and you're good to go. Okay. Um, but we do that, and then and then you can, I mean, more or less just. Tell it you you want to be blocked off the internet. You want to be blocked off sites and apps. Um, eventually, an email will will start doing text screening and notifications a little bit later. We've got a lot of things coming in the pipeline, but but it's it's more or less just a regular app. You just you know log in, and then the nice thing about it is you can control it from you know your browser. So if you're you know at home and um, you're on your computer. You know, you can obviously turn it off remotely from your computer and uh, set a schedule. So, you know, like like you were saying, Eric, with your, you know, at 7.45 at night, you know, what I do, how I use the product actually is, you know, when I come home from work, I'm so tempted to, you know, just check email one more time, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, I'm with my kids and my wife. And um, so I just turn it on then. So I'm sort of forced to be... Present. Does it use like a geofence where it knows when you when you've entered that area, then it cuts your internet? Not yet, not yet. It's it's still 
it's it's still pretty simple. So it's just a schedule, like you know, six o'clock at night kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I think where where we want to go is 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 exactly that. So, you know, using signals like where are you? So are you at your office? Are you at a coffee shop? You know, people work differently in different mm-hmm. places. You know, and and so if we can kind of understand what you're trying to do, we can help. So, you know, you do something like open up an Evernote document or open up Microsoft Word, um, you know, we can cut the noise immediately. Mm. Now, we can't do that yet, but that's what's coming in the pipeline. That's what we want to do with this mm. service. Just so whenever you sort of have that willpower to work, we're, we're sort of there helping you. Now, you know, I, I don't really understand Apple's automator um uh, well, it's something I would like to learn, but would there be a way that you could say, you know, when you open Microsoft Word to launch Freedom? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, we're hoping to do that so you don't even have to set up an automator. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just do it and, and we'll handle it for you. Um, right now, uh, I, you know, you could probably put something like that together. Actually, there's a there's a pretty good big community of Freedom users that use a technology called Alfred that, um, you know, automates workflows. And they, hmm. they do some really interesting things. They've shared some of that with me. Um, but our, our goal is to really do it for you. I mean, obviously opt into it you know you you say you want to do this and and um you know but uh you know yeah when when you open up the the microsoft word and start writing or excel and start writing we know you're in a productive mode and maybe if you switch from excel to facebook we know oh we might want to pop up a notification or we might want to say okay you can have five minutes but you know time to get back to work Mm -hmm. we haven't we haven't done that stuff yet but you know it's it's kind of you know where where some of where we're going with the new with the new service, um, and it was taught, kind of break the service down for us as far as like what it what it costs and everything. Mm-hmm. So, the service has um, at this at this point three tiers. We're still in in um, pretty early stage beta, so some of it might be in flux, but. We have three tiers. Uh, we have a basic free t- free tier, so everybody can come and sign up and use it for free, uh, and that basically provides a pretty simple blocking experience on one device. So, you know, for students, it's really great. The next step up is um, what we call desktop premium. That's twenty four bucks a year, and what that does is it covers all of your desktop devices, whether you know Windows, Mac, all of the desktop devices in your house, and um, and there's a lot of interesting good features with that. This advanced scheduling, blocking apps, blocking websites. And then the final tier is um, desktop and mobile. So it covers all your desktops, all your mobiles, and that's uh, $45 a year. And uh, that's that provides the uh, you know coverage, the universal coverage across all the devices. And so that's 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 kind of where we are now. And and our goal is to um, just keep making those tiers more valuable. Mm as we develop and add in new features and listen to customers. So, so, you know, we want to be a, a product that is accessible and, you know, not so expensive that, you know, people wince at it. If you get a couple of good hours of freedom use a year, it pays for itself. So we want to, you know, we, we want to make it accessible to people. And so those are the, those are the tiers that we're at right now. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, put you on the spot here to ask you, but I am also put a little marker in here in case you say no. Sure. Any discount yeah. codes that you can provide? So, yeah, the, I will uh, be able to provide some discount codes yeah. and you can put the marker in. Um, we just don't, we haven't built it into the system yet. So we're still in, we're still in pretty early beta, but we are, we are going to be able to do discounts and referrals. I, I, um, I don't have any at this point in time. We're, we're actually already sort of on a discounted price. So, um, the people who come and join us during the beta, they're able to lock in that price for two years and, um, and, and, you know, just sort of know that they're going to get the best price, um, but yeah, yeah, it's literally just a, a tech issue point at this time, you know. Um, so, uh, Fred, yeah. I, I really, I really like how non-hype you are. Like, it just, it, it makes me like just trust what you're doing even more. 
<laughs> it's like you're you're very much like downplaying the awesomeness of it. Uh, but I think in a very like in a very honest way, you're like I think you see, you know and see what the potential is, and you see that it's not there yet. But you also know yeah. how valuable it it currently is. Um, right. So I just you know I, I think you're providing a great service, um, and and, <laughs> I, and I enjoy it. and I and I think I shared with you and I'll share with uh, you know, the listeners that um, a while back I was using it and I had a schedule set up and I forgot that I had a schedule set up and I was doing a webinar um, and I was and I was kicked out of my own webinar and I had to restart my computer and everything and it was. Um, <laughs> And that was, it, you know, it, it cut me free too soon, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I did have a question. I don't know if this is, um, you know, the way just the, the, the internets will work. Um, I noticed when on a Skype call that it won't kick me off a Skype call during the call. Mm-hmm. So the the version of Freedom you use was purposefully set up that way. Okay. So what, what we did is we set it up so you can some some services can come through, and so um, you know so you can do things like synchronize Dropbox. You can you know your Google Drive. Um, you could play Spotify music. So that's a that's a setting that we have, and uh, there's also a setting that just literally allows nothing. nothing. And that's yeah that that's another setting on that product but um yeah yeah it's it is the answer to the question is sort of it's how the internet works mm -hmm. um but we also made some decisions around uh you know people who wanted to be basically blocked off of the web but still have access to you know certain services allow allowing some of that i mean and probably the bigger driver there is like you know a dropbox or, or evernote synchronization just mm -hmm. There's, it's, it's an interesting set of challenges because so much of what we do has moved to the cloud. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, it's funny, you know, you, you're like, how could I even be offline for, to get my job done? Like nobody at my work could, <laughs> you know, we all are, we're on Slack, we're on Google Drive, you know, we, we, we you're sort of compelled to be online. So, you know, we realized, uh, you know, with, with the new software that we're developing, it's way more about filtering and signal optimization, you know, getting you the right stuff at the right time. And, uh, you know, that's, that's actually a bigger, bigger set of challenges. Um, I don't know. Do you listen to the podcast Reply All? I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Reply Out, it's a podcast produced by, is it produced by NPR or just some NPR folks that have kind of created this? It's like a Gimlet Media. Gimlet Media, yeah. Basically, it's, yeah. An, it's an NPR side project. So just, let's call it that. And well, have you heard the startup podcast? Yes, yes. Oh, it's, it's okay, fantastic. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, so yeah. Um, it's so easy to geek out over podcasts when you're really into podcasting. Uh, it's great, yeah. So, um, the, did you hear the episode on a reply all about the guy who was arrested and was at this time in, in jail for like hacking? Um, and, and okay. so he's, he's out of jail on probation, or out of prison and he's on probation. And, but he's still a computer programmer. But part of the, the, the uh, terms of oh, his, yeah. his probation is he, he is not allowed on the internet. <laughs> so you think about how does this programmer whose job is dependent on on doing this be off the internet? And it was just it was amazing to me. Uh so part of what he, he writes all this code and then he actually prints it out and mails yep. it, snail mail to his boss. Uh, and he talked about like, if he wanted to like watch a movie on Netflix, he has to like have his like his like kid like push the button on the you know because that's technically considered like on the internet. And it was, you know so I don't know that's I just kind of thought of that when you're thinking about you know everything we do is so internet based. It's it's the truth, and you know, as a programmer, thinking about programming without the internet is one of the scariest things that you can imagine. <laughs> but I've I've got a story, and that is one of the guys who works on Freedom actually spent about ten years. He he worked for the government and uh, doing uh, um, uh, top secret things. Uh, you know, working working for one of the contractors, and and he didn't have access to the internet when he worked either. And I said, how how did you do that? And uh, and it turns out it made him into one of the best programmers that I've ever met in my life huh. because, you know, instead of just having that crutch to go back and, you know, you know, go to Stack Overflow, which is totally what I do every time I run into a programming problem, he had to go and read the book, a Stack Overflow, you know, oh. it's just like a, pro, you know, a QA site for programmers. Okay. Um, 
And uh, he would have to go and, and, and learn the fundamentals of the language. And as a result of that, he's the, one of the strongest programmers by far I've ever worked with. It's, it's kind of incredible how, how that worked out for him. <laughs> I, I, I imagine that it just, it, it, it helps with so much more focus going really deep and, and really having to use your own kind of uh, what you already have kind of in you in a sense uh, to solve exactly. problems. You know, you develop your own, you know, sort of set of strategies for solving those information problems. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really, it's a, it's a, he's a unique guy to work with. Yeah. So we are, um, we're kind of getting near the end of the show here. Um, so what I want to do, cause I have a couple questions that I want to ask you, but I'm thinking that I'm sort of going to, uh, put them into the, the part of the show that we call the random question around. All right. This is the part of the show that has nothing to do with ADHD, which then paradoxically has everything to do with ADHD. And, you know, and, and this discussion really has, has uh, not really been so much about ADHD, but about a piece of software that, you know, many of us with ADHD can find very, very helpful. So are you ready? I'm ready, yes. So my, my first question is, and I'll just say you can't use freedom as the answer. Um, if, yeah. you can, if you can invent something or improve upon something, what would it be? Oh my goodness, wow. Invent or improve on something. Um, you know, I'm, I am, I'm very interested in, uh, in logistics and transportation. I don't know, it's just one of these, these things. Now, I, I think the uh, self-driving car has already been invented, but man, I wish it was here. I wish it was here right now. Cause I've got, you know, and probably lots of your listeners have kids who are, you know, gonna be driving age in a couple of years. Um, so I, I think improving on the self-driving car and, um, and uh, getting freedom in it somehow. So that's my, <laughs> I, I broke the sorry. <laughs> Okay, so um, tell me what are like the the five apps that you you use most often? Okay, sure. Yeah. So um, number one is uh, Slack. So Slack is a um, a work communication tool. It's it's uh, it's a little distracting, but it's really pretty awesome. Uh, I use Evernote love Evernote, um, constantly using Evernote, uh, and, and a bunch of their tools, actually. So I use Sketch, you know, for doing UI development. Um, so it's three. Um, and Google Apps, that's not an exciting answer, but, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what a lot of, you know, what we do in business. And then, um, you know, I spend a good amount of time in the Photoshop, you know, in the Illustrator world. Um, you know, and I can look at my phone and probably find a couple of, uh, of, of more apps, but, uh, you know, that's the, that's the most of my day <laughs> it's on those apps. Okay. If you could create a video game, and you are the star character of the video game. What is this video game? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a video game where you recruit people to your startup and it's my nightmare and I live it all day. No, just kidding. Um, so what would, that, what would that video game be? Um, man, this well, is a good question. Right, so what would your character be? What would my character be? So um, definitely some sort of MacGyver-ish type of, you know, problem solver. That's what I identify with. Um, that's also a little bit of my life these days. Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, I was, I was always a big, you know, RPG fan. Yeah, it's, those are the games that I played. So you know, I like working on, you know, sort of big problems and solving them over time. And, you know, um, it would be some takeoff on that. Okay. And then, you know, all, all you know, superheroes and, and characters have their own kryptonite. What, what's yours in, in, in the context of this game? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say ice cream, but um, yeah, let's see. Uh, what is mine? Um, you know, I think, um, you know, j just thinking for a second, like what, what, I guess maybe reflecting a little bit on, you know, what it's like to be an entrepreneur and sort of go to this next stage of entrepreneurship. It's like, you know, you're, you, you have, you have to have a lot of confidence. You have to feel like, you know, you're making change in the world. And, and I think one of the things that, you know, 
I struggle with and probably this character would struggle with is like really knowing that you're making the change in the world that you want to make. Um, so that's more, maybe a little bit more philosophical answer, but I don't know, you know, you, you know, when you're building something, when you're, when you're trying to make a difference in people's lives, um, you know, getting out there and doing it is, is always the hardest part. And, and, uh, that's, that's kind of where we are right now. And so anyway, wh whatever that feeling is, that self doubt, or, you know, just the challenges that you face when, when, um, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's a new experience for me. So your kryptonite is <laughs> self doubt. Yes. Um, self doubt. Yeah. No, uh, let's go with ice cream. I <laughs> <laughs> Circling back. All right. Um, yeah. Would you ever enter into a, a ice cream eating contest? I, um, I, I would, yes. Okay. And uh, That would be a bad move for my superhero, though. <laughs> It'd be hard to get into your tights, then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, I think we're gonna call it quits from there. Um, All right. Thank you, Fred, so much for for coming on the show. Um, tell people where they can reach you and find out more about about Freedom .to. Sure. Yeah. Um, my email is Fred at Freedom .to, and uh, people are more than welcome to come and check it out. Uh, we, we are um, we're in a beta, but we're open to the public. So come in and kick the tires, see if you if you like it, and uh, and and we're we're working on it like crazy. So um, you know that's that's where they can reach me. I'm I'm at um, F Stutzman on Twitter. So F and last name Stutzman, and then. We are at Freedom on Twitter. So those are there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. Just reach out. You know, always interested in hearing people's stories and connecting. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll have all the links to all uh, everything that uh, Fred just mentioned in the show notes. And Fred, thank you. Well, Eric, it was it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of ADHD Rewired. And if you're new to the show, welcome to ADHD Rewired. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. You could see a full outline of this and all other episodes with all the links and other resources mentioned during this interview at ADHDrewired.com. Help support this podcast by checking out my sponsors. I use Zoom video conferencing nearly every day, and so can you. Go free or go pro. But please, go to erictibbers.com slash Zoom so they know that I sent you. And you can get a free audiobook from Audible at erictibbers.com slash Audible. And next time you shop Amazon, use the Amazon search portal at ADHDrewired.com. A small percentage of your purchase will go to support this show. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. You can also support this podcast by leaving an honest rating and review in iTunes or Stitcher. This really helps other people find this show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Don't just be a passive listener, be an active member of the ADHD Rewired community. We are on Facebook. You can like our page, but please submit your request to join our free and growing community. And don't forget to check your other inbox because I screen everybody before they come into our community. ADHD Rewired Summer Coaching Groups are now forming. Schedule your free 20-minute consultation with me at coachingrewired.com. That's coachingrewired.com. Or you can call me at 224-993-9450. If you are looking to get a better handle on time management, project management, and productivity, while being connected to a group of like-minded people who all support you and genuinely understand your challenges, join the next ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. Interested? Call 224-993-9450. That's 224-993-9450. Or go to coachingrewired.com to complete the interest form or to schedule your free consultation. That's coachingrewired.com. 